ready. Aim. Bullseye. This is Bullseye on Bulls Unlimited. Over the next hour, you'll hear from head football coach Alex Golish. We'll chat with a Bulls player. Sam Barrington catches up with a former member of the football team. And we'll step outside of football for an interview with a member of another South Florida sports team. Now, your Bullseye hosts, Kaylee Cottrell, B.J. Daniels, and Derek Sharp. Welcome to Bullseye. Kaylee Cottrell here with B.J. Daniels. Episode 11. Wow. Uh, time has flown by. Absolutely. Can't believe we're on episode 11 already. And we're missing our third amigo yeah. over here, Derek. But do we really feel bad for him? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I He's in the Virgin even, Islands. Yeah, Virgin <laughs> Islands for a week yeah. with women's basketball. I like. Know. We can't feel too sorry it's for them. It's a tough him. job. Right, right. But we do miss them a little bit. But mm -hmm. BJ, did you have a favorite spot that you ever went to for a sports trip? Yeah, um, you know, possibly going playing in the Super Bowl. The first one I ever went to, we went to New York City. So okay, New, love York New City York. is uh, MetLife Stadium. That's definitely a, a destination that you know is something beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, and having the opportunity to be a Big Apple in the Big Apple is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Could you ever live in New York, or is that a place that you'd visit? No, I love no. to visit it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could live there maybe for a couple years, but mm. might get a lot. But I do love to visit it. The energy yeah. of the city. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm born and raised from Florida. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mind getting in the car and driving myself yeah which i'm sure would be difficult to do in new york yeah. so um could you, you know, navigate the subway at all when you were there uh we had special treatment so okay. we, we were on charter buses <laughs> there you go. no trips outside of, no. of sports, to, no, sports to new york where you had to navigate anything like that no sports have really uh you know given me a lot so i've had an mm. opportunity to, to travel many places experience many different uh cities and states and countries yeah um you know so i'm just sports have uh, have, have done me pretty well i love it do you yeah. have a destination outside of sports that you've gone to on your own that you love um outside uh I mean, I'm pretty simple. Uh, I haven't really. I went to Amsterdam. Oh, um, I so love that. So that. that was pretty cool. Went, went on a guys' trip, me, Sam Barrington, and uh, that's what I'm talking about. Had a, had a good time. I like yeah. that a lot. The only yeah. time I've been that way is to Ireland. Okay. Um, which was my most recent trip. I went over the summer. Gotcha. Uh, which was absolutely stunning. And after after a week, we we're like, this isn't enough. Like we <laughs> we, we flew back home. We're like, we already want to be back. Yeah. Um, but a cool place I was just at was San Antonio. Okay. For How our was that? game, UTSA. San Antonio is a super cute city. Yeah. I like it a lot. Was able to grab dinner at the Riverwalk. Uh, the, the night before, which was nice. And I'd actually been there once before for a dance nationals. Me and my mom made a little girl's trip out of it, and we stayed for a week on the river walk. But gotcha. I was a bit younger, so I remembered it, but not you know, too clearly. So it was good to be back, see the city, and mm -hmm. um, experience the Alamo Dome, which yes, was pretty cool. Yes, what yes. did you think of the game? I'm glad we started out fast. Yeah. You know, that was something we have been talking about and Coach Goldish has, has been talking about yeah. for the last couple of weeks now. So just to march down the field and for them to be able to put the ball in the end zone, I mean, when I was watching it, you know, from home on TV, you know, I was really excited. I mean, I, I like, you know, watching our team be successful in unfamiliar environments. So Absolutely. I'm sure you were there, so you got a chance to hear the crowd kind of get quiet. Yeah, you know, so that was, yeah. That was it got good. loud, and then it got quiet, yeah. which was which was super cool. And, I mean, it wasn't overly packed, but because of the dome, it right. echoed a lot. Mm -hmm. So to hear the noise and then kind of get silent right. a little bit, it was a cool feeling. And I also spent a lot of time with our ops team. Okay. So um, Warsaw and Boone and Slick, spent a lot of time with them, and that's what my feature's on this week. So got to go behind the scenes and gotcha. see how they coordinate, you know, travel from the airplanes to the buses to mm -hmm. the hotels to catering to the yeah. police escorts. Uh, it's 
so many moving parts and, and truly it's a whole, a whole week, so a week of work, work and um, working ahead and right. you know, it's, it's, they, they do so much and um, it was cool to see, see yeah. their, their process of everything. So we That's have a good, good show ahead. Can't Absolutely. wait to talk to Coach and, and Dono is our guest today. So yeah, I can't that. wait, a lot of good content and we can't wait to bring it to you. Stay tuned. So it's quickly third and nine for the Bulls. Ground to throw, pressure coming. He's hit, but he's got Atkins. He makes the catch, gets the first down. Here comes Wright. He breaks a tackle, gets into the end zone. Touchdown, South Florida. It was about as poised and, and efficient a drive as the Bulls have put together all season. You found the all-new South Florida Coaches Show on the radio, Bullseye on Bulls Unlimited. Back on Bullseye, Kaylee Cottrell here with B.J. Daniels and head coach Alex Golis. Coach, you talk about starting off strong and fast, and at UCTSA you did that. How pleased were you with the way your guys were juiced up and ready? Yeah, I thought it was it was really cool to watch. You know, it's the first time we played a weekday game, short short week. You know, so you're you're really like evaluating all of it, like you know you're going to be in these situations again and again. So you you want to make sure your schedule's right. You want to make sure the guys are ready to roll when they go and we hadn't played a night game since FAMU week two so it was really I thought through warm-ups I thought through the beginning of the game I thought we were ready to roll which was really good to see. Coach uh, Byram you know continues to do some very good things and positive things uh, one thing that impressed me I keep watching him and I'm, I'm very critical of him obviously because I played the position but to watch him sit in the pocket take some really hard hits in his face and still you know delivers the football you know on the money downfield one to Yui. Uh, um, you know, some a couple things over the middle. I mean, his toughness has shown all season. Like, can you kind of talk about that a little more? <clears throat> yeah, I think that's that's probably been the biggest growth for him. And and he'll tell you he's still got a long way to go in in terms of some run past things and right. and seeing things. But the one thing you've never questioned is his toughness. Right. Uh, so the biggest growth for him in terms of throwing the football has been, can you can you settle your feet down enough to be able to get those balls down the mm -hmm. field and and I was really impressed, especially getting himself at times protected uh, with some cover zero looks. Yeah. Like it was really impressive for him to stand in there and deliver those balls. It's one thing you keep seeing. You knew he was tough, you knew he was gritty, but you keep seeing his growth in different looks, being able to get to the right spots. Right. For me, I feel like we talk about Sean every week at this point, you know, the single season reception record, single season receiving yard record now. And, but for me, one of the coolest things about Sean, and when you talk about this profession, yes, you're coaching football, but you're also influencing these young men's lives. And Sean, personally, in years past, when I've interviewed him, he was more on the quiet side. He was a bit shy. He wasn't really into that sort of thing. And now when I talk to him on camera, he's cool, he's collected, he's composed, he's confident. And that's a testament to you and your staff and the confidence and the faith that you've instilled in him. And he's been able to settle into himself and flourish with that. So for you, can you put into words how cool it's been, how special it's been to see him grow right in front of your eyes? Yeah, I, I think that's probably the coolest part of our job, right, is, is the fact that that's what we're here for, you know, we're, and again, for me, I started out as a high school coach. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to ha give young guys the same opportunities I had, the same feeling I had was somebody empowering me to go be the best version of me. And, and Sean, and there's a bunch of stories like that. Sean is a really cool example of a young man that, that 
truly needed somebody to tell him, man, like you're going to do elite things in this offense and recognize the skill set and recognize his swag because I think he's always had that. We've allowed him to go be the best version of that and uh, to watch a young man as he's gotten more confident just flourish is uh, is honestly why you coach and, and you can pinpoint a lot of guys in that way and I think when you've been through the hard like Sean has I think when you come out on the other side you appreciate it so much more and and um, now you're you're the the conversations with him are humility man humility is always going to be be the key to your success and and he he certainly is that uh, but it's cool to see a young man have the success he's having and still got so much more to go you know you, you're talking about you hope here two more games to continue to add to whatever record he set. But, you know, you've got another year, and, and now he's going to go into the year and knowing the system, knowing the offense, growing within the system, growing with a quarterback that trusts the heck out of him. And, man, like I think the possibilities for him are endless. But in a lot of ways, that's why you coach is, is the Sean Atkins of the world who whether whether feel like, man, like I helped him, get to where he got but in reality all he needed was somebody to say man like you got this and now you like that dude's gonna be so successful in life because he's put the work in and he's seen the result now it possibilities are endless for him yeah. <clears throat> uh so senior night is saturday and uh, i've always you know hated the old man jokes that i would get my senior year um and i just watched donovan jennings you know walk off the practice field and I just thought about all the things he's been through, the, the fact that he's been here through the ups and downs, through injuries, through wins, losses, and actually is a player that has experienced a bowl game, you know, and has the opportunity to do that again this year. Um, you know, what has Donovan, like, meant to this team, this organization, this, this, <coughs> this staff, um, just to stick around, stick it out, and just be consistent? Yeah, Dono's been through the ups and downs, and, and talk about a guy that got hurt a year ago. Mm -hmm. And when I got here, had to keep fighting through this injury to come out on the other side of it. Didn't really get to go through spring ball like he wanted to, and you kept seeing him fight through it. And really, a young man that that had opportunities to go to a bunch of different places, in a lot of ways, got pushed by some people to go to some different places and said, you know what, Like, I want to go out at winter. I want to go out and see this place better than, than it's been. And so I give him a lot of credit. Like, that's hard to do. That takes a different kind of leader. That takes an unselfish attitude. Um, and, and then he got banged up in the middle of this year and I think went through this myriad of emotions again. Like, man, not again. Like, right. like this is it for me in terms of college football. And I think outside expectations for his future in football, there's a lot of emotions he's going through. Um, and a local guy that a lot of eyes are on. But I think he's come out on the other side of that, too. He's playing his best football here these last five weeks. I think he's settled in to that tackle spot and now has had the ability to lead others around him. Um, you know, he's got a true freshman starting next to him the last couple of weeks. And, man, like they've taken Cole, him, and Mike Lofton, sandwiched them in there, and, and they've really taken him under, under um, their wing. And it's been really cool to watch Dono grow as a leader as well. Absolutely. You talk about the process and whether you're ahead, whether you're behind, it doesn't matter because you're on your schedule, you're laying a foundation for what you want this team, what you want this program to look like. What are you learning about this team week after week? Yeah, I feel like I learn a lot every single week. 
the, the thing that you, that I think I've learned more than anything is, is we're still growing in terms of emotionally what it takes to, to handle a game week, physically what it takes to handle a game week, mentally what it takes to handle a game week. I think inconsistency has been the reason why you've seen inconsistent play. And I think every week we're continuing to learn that. Myself, what I'm continuing to learn is, is don't waver. Um, you, you've got a standard set. Continue to hold people to that standard and don't let anything slip. I think you let one thing slip, it leads to other things. And so I'm continuing to learn that, that I'm here for a reason. I'm here because this is what this program needed. Honestly, it's what I needed in my career to, to keep me continuing to learn and grow. And, and, and I think at the end of it, what I continue to come back to is just keep loving and keep pouring into these guys because at the end of it, you keep seeing the result of that. And so stay the course, don't waver at all, and keep loving on these guys, and, and at the end of it, we'll get the result we want. A big week this week. Before that, it's also Thanksgiving. So I have to know, do you do some of the cooking? Does Alexis do some of the cooking? What's the, what's the deal? Do you tag team it? <coughs> well, so I'm going to be here, I think, probably right up until we eat. but. I think maybe the one thing that I don't know if people know, and Lex will tell you, I'm an elite cook. And so, hey, yeah, I can okay. throw down. Like, legitimately, she'll tell you she enjoys my cooking more than hers. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but there's a meme of you on Twitter that fans absolutely love. I think it's fantastic. And I think a, a player posted it before the season, and I want to say it was Cheney. You're at a grill, mm -hmm. and every time the team does something good. That photo is in the comments. They like, Coach Gola is just cooking. So I don't know if you've seen it, but it's one of my favorite things I come across on Twitter. I do not a good job of staying to, off of Twitter. I was going to say, not that you have time to sit and scroll, but. <coughs> but that was a uh, recruiting visit um, that we had at my house. It was um, brought in hibachi grills and um, I may have had to throw down a little bit. That's what um, I'm talking about. But I do have a flat top. Um, hey. I can I can throw down I like to grill, but I do I, I love cooking I enjoy cooking my little guy loves cooking with me right on and I honestly I say Alexis loves it when I'm cooking because she doesn't have to um, but we um, no I love to that's like my favorite thing to do in 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 the summer we got time like I love to cook I like food I like yeah. I'm a foodie in general but um, but I've been known to fry a turkey okay yeah. that's yeah. a big deal yeah huge do you have a favorite dish Thanksgiving dish. You know, super, like traditional. I like I like turkey. I like mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. Oh, it's gotta be home homemade okay. gravy. Okay. Like I'm gonna hold you to this at the end of the season, though. I'll throw it down. <laughs> Seriously, BJ. I'm coming. Kaylee, BJ. We're here I'm for coming. it. I'm so here flat for top. it. Flat top. Best <laughs> gift I ever got was a flat top. That's it's cool. a must have. Actually, working it. on LD Washington, like I told, told his better half that's what he wants for Christmas. <laughs> Okay. I like it. Here yeah. for it. Well, Coach, as we look to Saturday, it's senior night. When you think about your seniors, what comes to mind? Yeah, I think, one, it's super interesting right now because there's a bunch of guys that are seniors that could come back that, that, that some are going to walk, some aren't walking, some are going to walk but have said they're coming back. Some guys are still up in the air waiting on, on some NFL things, um, feedback to come back. So, one, it's really 
different because you don't truly know who the entire class is. Uh, so that part's interesting. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, kind of what I've said all along, um, you're grateful for the guys that chose to stay. Uh, you're certainly grateful for the few that came in with one year left that wanted to finish their career here. And more than anything, you want them to feel feel a feeling at the end of the night, like, man, like we get to keep playing. The senior night wasn't my last time playing college football. And so motivation for me personally to keep playing with those guys, um, but certainly motivation for our team for Saturday night not to be their last time playing college football. Mm -hmm. And with a bowl game on the line, I know you like to take it one, day, one game at a time, but with a bowl game on the line, how are you keeping emotions in check? Yeah, I just said it in there too. I, I think the only way that I've ever done it, which is just worry about what's important, which is this game in Charlotte and, and a team that's, that's playing because they're trying to build a program too. And, and I've always said it, but the most dangerous person in the world is one that's got nothing to lose and they're they're coming in here and they're hungry there's they're going through the same thing we are they're trying to lay a foundation for for a program that hasn't had recent success and um, they're going to do everything they can to to go win that football game as well so for us literally day by day step by step and um, our process got to be right yeah. mm -hmm. it's also fan appreciation night what can we? What can fans expect, and, and how important is it to you and, and the teams for Bulls Nation to show up? Yeah, I think it's huge. I think for us to to continue to build, got a bunch of recruits, got mm -hmm. a couple of official visits, for us to continue to build this program and add to a what is already an incredible recruiting class. It's huge to have people in the stands, for our players to feel the energy. It's absolutely huge um, for our brand to continue to grow, to have people in the stands is absolutely huge. And at the end of the day, it's my job to put a product out there that people want to watch. Um, I know our marketing people are working really hard to give a bunch of stuff away. That's cool. Um, man, it's Saturday night, there's no Bucks game Sunday. There's There can't be a better show in town than, than come out to Ray J. Weather's supposed to be incredible, maybe even hoodie weather. Oh, yeah. Hey. And uh, <laughs> come watch football under the lights and hopefully see a bunch of fireworks. I will tell you, there's quite a few alumni who've called my phone. So they're, they're coming to town this weekend for Thanksgiving and having time to not have to go to work and relax a little bit. So there'll be uh, some energy from some alumni, you know, there to support as well. It's awesome. Nothing yeah. cooler than that. Yeah. I love it. Ray J. Saturday night is the place to be. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate thank you. you. Appreciate y'all. More Bullseye coming up. This is your radio home for South Florida football. Bulls Unlimited. Back to Bullseye. Haley Cottrell here with BJ Daniels and no one other Hello. than the man himself, Donovan Jennings. I feel like we're sitting with Mr. USF <laughs> over here. You have so much history with USF, but I'm curious to know, what is your very first memory with USF? Oh, okay. My very first, <laughs> like, first memory ever, I would say, would be going to the spring game and um, I'm just walking around. I'm with my girl, like, just not really knowing anything. and. Um, I see Brad Cecil like in a cutoff, like just looking like a like a scrub. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, Brad, like, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, you Brad? I'm Donovan, whatever, whatever. So we met up, but that just always stuck out to me because me and Brad end up being like best friends to this day. So like, just seeing him like before we even started, just like I didn't know him at all. Just seeing him at the spring game and like seeing him walk around, it was just cool. Just like just knowing now that he's my best friend, it was pretty cool. Do you have a favorite all-time USF memory? Mm, I would say my favorite all-time memory from USF would be, I think, beating BYU 
that was mm. pretty that was pretty special to me because it meant a lot. I'm pretty sure that game was homecoming too, and it just meant a lot. It was just a big game, big stage, and it just meant a lot. Love it. Yeah. Donovan, you're on the verge of setting records, um, you know, for just being reliable, being available, you know, um, you know, for the most starts or even most most games played. So it's interesting to have this conversation with you because I was the person they called the old man my senior years because I spent five, including a red shirt. But then to sit across from you is, is really amazing to just watch you grow from me being a coach to me now being a fundraising, but still have an opportunity to view you and watch you grow up as a young man. Um, can you talk about your your total experience at USF and just like what it's meant with the people that's come in that you're not going to leave with, the people that have already left, and then the group that you're going to walk with on uh, Saturday? Right. Yeah, okay. it's just been, um, you know, it's been a surreal um, experience, to be honest, just being able to grow and, you know, learn from all these coaches that I've had and all these, you know, different coaches. They've all given me different aspects of coaching that I can take and learn. And just being able to, you know, see the, you know, this, the indoor facility, like being yeah. built is like, it's kind of surreal. Like when I got here, it was, it was none of this. It was, um, you know, none of like scram. Like we didn't have a nutritionist. Like it was stuff like that. So it's like, just seeing how this program has, you know, grown to what it is now is kind of surreal. And, you know, I kind of, I kind of take it, you know, as something because, you know, I ha I get to experience this, but other people I'm with don't get to experience right. it. So it's like, yeah. I kind of experience it for all of them in a way. I guess I say like. You know, I'm still telling Brad, like, yo, we did this in the indoor. Like, yeah. So it's, like, definitely, like, cool, like, being able to, you know, enjoy and experience all the new things that has come. And, you know, it's just been a full circle experience. Like, you know, my freshman year was, you know, the only year I've been here. We went to a bowl game. And now my senior year, being able to, you know, have the opportunity again if we win this game, you know, when we win this game. So it's just, you know, it's all full circle. It all comes back around. And, you know, it's really – I've just been blessed, and you know, to be in this opportunity to be even – to being able to have, you know, career games play, you know, how many of that is because, you know, I came in this as, you know, an underdog. I wasn't highly recruited. I really wasn't, I didn't have no power five offers. I wasn't, um, you know, just started playing football at the age of, I mean, junior year of high school. So it's like, you know, I came in to this expecting nothing, but I got a lot out of it. So it's like, I wouldn't take it back for anything. That's cool. You're currently tied with Brad and Meech for second most games played. You'll tie Dwayne Boyles for first on Saturday. What does that accomplishment mean to you? That's huge. Man, yeah, um, it means a lot to me. Um, it just, you know, it shows, you know, you know what type of player I am. How, you know, how I come to work every day. You know, how consistent I can be. You know, how, you know, dedicated I am to this sport. And just, you know, just putting one foot after another for, you know, five, six years and just keep going and keep chugging. No matter what the record, no matter how we play, no matter what you know the outcome was, just always keep going and keep pushing. You know, I never left either. I never wanted to leave. That you know, decision never really crossed my mind. You know, obviously, got people came up to me, but it it never crossed my mind of me going anywhere else. And you know, it was just um, a blessing to me. I don't really know what else to say because I didn't think I would be in this opportunity. I didn't, you know, I didn't come into this expecting a star. You know. Oh, saying I'm not going to wreck you. You know, I didn't come into this with any expectations. So leaving it with, you know, hopefully a record on, you know, my title is pretty big, pretty blessed. Yeah, Donald, I also would mention this to you. You know, you know, South Florida football has always been based upon underdogs, you know, people that probably aren't highly recruited, uh, maybe be undersized at different positions, you know, from different areas of the world or even just the state of Florida. And uh, we've all come in trying to make a name for ourselves, try to improve this university. Right. Um, you know, I want to tell you that, number one, you've done that, you know, by being here and what you gave this university. Um, what's something that they've given you? Oof. You know, something they've given me, 
is just what football teaches you. You know, football, you know, a lot of, you know, the conversation of like, okay, what do you, you know, obtain when you leave here? What do you get, you know, besides a degree? I think, you know, football taught me a lot of things. It taught me how to be disciplined in life. It taught me how to make life decisions. It taught me how to make tough life decisions. You know, when you're, you're going to be in tough spots in life, and it's all about how you react and, you know, what your response is to those tough decisions. And I think, you know, just pushing through, pushing through the hard. Like, mm -hmm. football has definitely taught me that. Like, pushing through hard stuff that, you know, normal people might not push through and they might quit. You know, you know football has taught me, and this university has taught me, like, don't quit. Keep going. Like, life is going to get harder, and it's going to get harder and harder. So it's all about how you respond and how you bounce back from that. And um, just the qualities of like being like time management and just like, yeah. I think the qualities that football has taught me is way bigger than what the game could ever bring me. Just, you know, knowing that, you know, I will be okay outside in the workspace because football mm -hmm. has taught me the different qualities and different aspects of life that I need to learn for the life. Absolutely. Donna, when I think of the O-line, a word that comes in my head is brotherhood. Yeah. You guys are so close. Talk about your relationship with yeah. your guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, O-line, you know, that's been a thing since um, I've gotten to college. It's, um, you know, since freshman year now, it's like that O-line group always sticks together. You know, we always have a brotherhood. And it's just great being able to walk into a room where you know you got your brothers got your back. And, like, you know, it's tough in places where, you know, that might not be a case. But, like, here, that's always been a case for me. I've always had you know, a brother I can look to my right and left that I know will have my back. And that's a big thing in the online room, definitely, because it takes communication in, you know, all spots on the floor, like when we're playing the game. So if you're not communicating with your brother well, then you're not going to play well. So communication is a huge part of that. And just learning how to, you know, communicate well. Because communication can be good and bad. You have, to, you have to know how to communicate to somebody. Somebody might not take communication this way, so you have to communicate with them another way. You know, somebody might not like the way you talk to them, so you have to calm down your tone a little bit. So it's like being in a brotherhood, being the O-line, that teaches you that. It teaches you all the characteristics and of different people that you have to learn how to, you know, manage, not manage, but, you know, learn how to interact with and, you know, keep dealing with it. Because, you know, brothers are going to fight, but as long as your brothers got your back at the end of the fight, that's all that matters. So I think that's been the case in all my years here. Well, you're also a beloved leader on this team. What does it mean to you to be able to use that position and influence the younger guys on the team? Yeah, definitely. It's been a lot, you know, just being able to, you know, if I need to say something and, you know, it gets heard because I have that respect. So I appreciate that a lot. And um, just being able to, you know, just tell the guys and explain to the guys some of the stuff they just don't know because they haven't been in this role yet or been in, you know, college football that long. And, you know, it's little things, whether that's like, you know, little stuff in the practice field or little stuff in class or little stuff in like in the training room or, you know, the facility, just any little things that I, any little pointers I can give, I'm always, you know, willing to give and eager, eager to give. Well, take us to the beginning. Did you say you started football junior year in high school? I did, yeah. I when did football, everything yeah. start clicking for you? Oh, man. So I was a big basketball guy playing basketball all oh, my life. Okay. Yeah, big basketball. So then. He's pretty good, by the way. Yeah, hey, you know, love it. Ball, ball, <laughs> and then, um, so then, yeah, my high school coach was really wanting me to get involved in football. So I was like, okay, okay. I finally came out my junior year of high school. Um, I didn't love, I liked it, I didn't love it yet. Hmm. So then um, I started getting little offers. Senior year of high school is really where I started to love it, really started to love the game of football. And um, yeah, just, that's why I, come, I came in my freshman year not really expecting anything because, you know, underdog, wasn't really highly recruited. So I came in um, with a chip on my shoulder, you would say, and um, 
and I definitely um, use that to my um, advantage, you know, playing basketball, having the feet and, you know, being able to move and redirect and, you know, different positions and save myself from different positions or different blocks. So I think it's been, um, it's been surreal, you know, just being able to, um, you know, start off not playing this football game for long and just being able to, you know, keep going, keep making my mark and keep improving as the years went by. And I think it pretty helped me. I love it. Now, I can't help but notice the hat. You always have the style game on point. Every game day, I love it. Is that something that has developed? Have you always loved style from the beginning? Where did that come from? Um, yeah, I've always liked style. I've always liked, you know, earrings, watches, you know, um, Threw on the hat today. It was kind of a bad hair day. This is our style guru over here, too. So you guys are quite the pair. Yeah, this guy right here. But no, I always call me. Yeah, they call me like big, big pretty. I think you used to say that. Hey, I love it. I've always liked like earrings and you know dressing. I didn't, you know, stereotypical old lineman. You know, whatever, big, sloppy, not looking good. So I wanted to kind of break that. You know, just kind of wear some watches. You know, wear some loafers. You know, once in a while. You know, I like that a lot. And I got to make sure I throw this out here. So when I first started coaching, Trey Jacobs, Demetrius Harris, Brad Cecil, and there was you, right? Okay. So now I would love to say that you might be Fop. So the face <laughs> of the program <laughs> since you're the last one standing. Yeah, man, that oh, was that's right. true. I'm, you can say I'm the fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> but back in back in those days, it was definitely a debate. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> keeping score on who was the fuck. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, my so. I absolutely love it. Well, Donna, it's also Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. so I have to ask, as an O lineman, how many times? Are you going to refill your Thanksgiving plate? <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go back for seconds for sure. I'm going to yeah. definitely go back yeah. for seconds. Are there thirds? Is uh, there a fourth time? I'm going to definitely okay. get a to-go plate. i got to have a to-go plate. Oh, there you yeah, go. That's one of my main things. <laughs> if I'm feeling good, I might go back for thirds. But um, my birthday is Friday, too, so I might got to hold off on it. You know, oh, man. Home. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a turkey baby. Thanksgiving birthday game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a turkey baby. Yep. I love so I got it. a lot of good stuff. For this weekend. Absolutely. And you're yeah. a Tampa native, born mm -hmm. and raised, so your family's here yep, still here, as well. Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. so you'll be able to spend Thursday, exactly. birthday game exactly. with them. Yep. I love it. And it's also senior night it is. on Saturday. It is. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm just looking forward to win. You mm -hmm. gotta get a win. I'm looking forward to win. I'm um, looking forward to playing a bowl game. And I'm looking forward to just playing my last game in Ray J. Just honestly soak it all in and just, you know, I think that's when it'll be my time to reflect just for a little bit, you know, on the field. And just uh, take it all in, and you know, you know, remember why I started all this, and yeah. just know that you know it's not over yet, and just keep going and keep playing football. How many tickets you uh, gotta get? <laughs> I'm gonna need weekend? about I'm gonna need about twenty of them. Twenty. I'm gonna need about twenty <laughs> tickets. So okay, hey, all y'all boys, y'all give me right. I'm gonna need them tickets. <laughs> we love a good support system. That's awesome. Well, you are truly a USF treasure. We appreciate you so much, and thank you so much for your thank time you. today. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. As we wrap this episode of Bullseye BJ, I've asked everyone what their Thanksgiving plans, favorite dishes are. Mm -hmm. So what about you? What do you have going on this weekend? Uh, so I'm going to go to New Orleans, um, actually tonight. Right I'm go on. To, uh, going to visit my little sister. Uh, she is the player development for the University of New Orleans University. Good so her. Uh, my entire family is going to go ship up and see her since she's right in the middle of, or right beginning basketball season for the women's team. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, might not get the, the family meal that my mother loves to cook with the sweet potato pie and the macaroni and cheese and things okay. like that. But uh, maybe try out some uh, New Orleans dishes for, for this Thanksgiving. Untraditional, this but, yeah. but oh, yeah. here for it. I like that. Do you have a usual favorite dish? Um, I love macaroni and cheese. I mean, I'm the same way. you know, whenever I get married one day, I'm going to make sure that, you know, my wife can 
uh, get close to my mother. Now she's she's uh, she's pretty up, high up there on that scale yeah, of good yeah. food. So. Little recipe passed down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that definitely. a lot. Now this Saturday, Senior Day. Do you remember your Senior Day? What like what are your what are your memories from that? I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm. Uh, I didn't play. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, my senior year, I actually uh, you know broke my ankle. Uh, so I had an opportunity. The only thing I really wanted to do was to not be on crutches. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to walk on my air cast out there with my, my mother, grandmother, um, yeah. grandfather, my little sisters, and uh, just soak in the moment of, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears and everything that I felt like I put into the, that season. So, you know, I'm, I definitely, you know, feel for the seniors every mm -hmm. year, um, you know, but for them to have an opportunity to just go out there and feel appreciated and, uh, you know, at their final moments, I think is a really yeah, big deal. Yeah. I can't wait. I know it's our fan appreciation game. I know mm -hmm. a lot of alumni will be there. What are you looking forward to? Uh, seeing the alumni. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. For the last couple of years, it's been our last game against UCF. Right. Um, but it's really cool to see. You know, you know, the, you know, people are still interested in coming to this game. One because we want to get bowl eligible. Mm -hmm. Two because they're excited about where our program is now, kind of shifting. And uh, you know, for alumni to call me this week just to get tickets, extra tickets for their family. Uh, some family members haven't been back since their senior nights. Um, so to have that uh, for this weekend, I think is going to be really cool. And when you played and you had an important little something on the line, right? Yeah. In this case, a bowl game. How did you keep your emotions in check and stay focused on the task at hand? Did you I have mean, any it, tips it, and tricks? It's hard. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that uh, you can kind of ignore. I mean, yeah. it is a distraction. You know, we mm -hmm. just have to call it as we, as we see it. The balance between um, distraction and motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, um, for me, and I think most of these guys, you know, once you get hit the very first play, you're back to football. You're Absolutely. back to staying on your regularly scheduled program, yep. uh, making sure you're doing what you've been coached to do all week. Um, one play at a time. Yeah, right? absolutely. And at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, with this game, your your preparation will help you get ready for that last game. So I don't think the nerves and the energy and all that should uh, get to you if you prepared the right way Monday through Friday. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait. Saturday night, Ray J is yeah. the place to be. Yeah. Thank you so much for sticking with us for another episode of Bullseye. We enjoyed giving it to you. And as always, horns up.